Welcome and thank you for tuning in for another episode of the Psychor Water Cooler, the casual conversation podcast dedicated to covering all things related to Psychor, including product updates, full site builds, suggestions and insights, getting the most out of your Psychor investment, and more. I'm your host, John Price, Psychor Practice Director and MVP at AmericanEagle.com. We have the Psychor MVP submissions for 2022 right around the corner in about a month's time. The topic of our podcast today is all about being and becoming a Psychor MVP. I'm often asked, what is a Psychor MVP? What do Psychor MVPs do? And what does it take to become a Psychor MVP? I personally have been honored three times of being named a Psychor MVP. However, there were numerous years where I felt I did everything right to become one, but did not receive the designation. Like anything in life, the designation is earned and is getting harder and harder to achieve. Out of the tens of thousands of those in the Psychor community, Psychor is now limiting the MVP title to under 300 in the world. Last year's MVP awards actually decreased. It is fair to say, although thousands more enter the Psychor community every year, the number of MVPs is unlikely to drastically increase, making the designation all the more meaningful and tougher to achieve. Today we are going to cover what it takes to become a Psychor MVP, retain the MVP title, and what value MVPs provide to Psychor customers. I am joined today by Mohamed Siam, Psychor Architect, a six-time Psychor MVP awardee, AmericanEagle.com's longest-running MVP, and one of the 25 MVPs that AmericanEagle.com has had the past six years. Mohamed, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Wonderful. And Mohamed, your resume and accolades speak for themselves when it comes to your knowledge and history of working on Psychor. However, becoming an MVP is a journey in and of itself. Tell us a little bit about your journey in, in achieving your first MVP award. I started my Sidecore journey back in 2015 when I joined a Sidecore partner and a local company here in Jordan, where I learned a lot of Sidecore stuff, let's say, in the first couple of months. And I remember back then talking to an MVP and our colleague Ahmed Akur talking about a yearly Sidecore award given to community individuals who participate in community activities, sharing knowledge, helping others. And to be honest, I was surprised of how friendly and close the individuals of the Sidecore community. And since then, my passion with Sidecore started. I started to blog about any technical problems, issues, workarounds, new features, new announcements uh, that I feel worth sharing. And also back then, we co-founded Sidecore User Group Jordan and did a couple of presentations, Sidecore modules. And back then in 2016, I got my first MVP award. And since then, I have maintaining the award and working hard every single year to accomplish that. So that's how I started with Sidecore MVP award. That's a great background, Mohammed. I definitely think you hit on an interesting point there where the Sidecore community, especially the MVP community, is very passionate about Sidecore and really delivering Sidecore solutions. So I think that's definitely a key point to hit on there. And you mentioned the user group. I definitely think anyone that's interested in becoming an MVP, user groups are a really key component to becoming an MVP. I mean, there's plenty of areas in the United States and throughout the world that are unrepresented for having a community and user group. So you helping starting the Jordan user group definitely, I think, helps you becoming that MVP your first year. So that's great to hear. I'm just curious, Mohammed. you know, about you know, myself, I'm a Psycho Ambassador MVP. I don't code day in and day out. You're a a development MVP, so I'm curious, the day in and day out life of being a development MVP, how do you consistently contribute and provide value to the Sitecore community? Always when working, you need to keep the community in your mind. Always keep a goal to share every experience that's worth sharing. Every day when working on the different technical challenges, you most likely find something useful to be shared, right? 
So why not to blog about it? Why not to record a video about it? Maybe after working hours, maybe in your weekend, you can dedicate some time to do that. That's how you think about it, like in your daily work. Also, maybe we can um, provide some suggestions or guidelines or advices um, how to become an MVP. So one of the things that I always like, uh, like to do is to stay up to date. You have to keep learning. You have to monitor the announcements, the news, the new feature that Sitecore provide. That would put you in a good position to help and to know what to do next, what to learn next. That would be like very, very useful. Also, every once in a while, you have to help others, maybe through the Sitecore Stack Exchange or Sitecore Chat on Slack. There must be some issues that you already solve and others can benefit from it. So every once in a while, go into Sitecore Stack Exchange, go to Slack and try to help others. You have to have passion about the platform, about the different products that Sitecore offers. You have to learn them and stay up to date. Also, like forget about the title and just engage in the community, share your experiences, allocate some time in your personal time for community work, like blog posts, solve questions on Stack Exchange, as we said, uh, Sitecore Stack, help others. There are like too many things that you can do. Find something you like, you probably like to do articles or blog posts or maybe you like recordings and sharing videos or solving problems and issues you're probably a public speaker or you like to talk in user groups or big sidecore events like symposium or sidecore user group conference europe so just find something you like and focus on that and the mvp award will come at the end Great. few key points to hit on there as well. I think the social component is a key component of it, right? It's being able to tell the story of what you're doing with the technology, how you're helping others. So you mentioned blog posts, definitely something on a monthly, weekly basis to keep up with social posts, being able to repost and really kind of expand upon what others are posting about. And then the other thing is that we haven't talked about yet is really staying on the bleeding edge, edge of the technologies. The Psycho MVPs, the existing ones do get early access, the product previews, and basically sneak peeks and what's coming. And really, the MVP community is really there to help others figure out how to get the most out of the platform and really how to develop on it. But for those that are thinking about becoming an MVP, regardless of the ambassador or development title, helping customers figure out the best way to do implementations is also a key component. Customer satisfaction definitely goes into this. And helping contribute with community modules and other things is definitely key. Mohammed, do you want to briefly touch on the hackathon and basically what others can do with contributing community modules? Every year we have a Sitecore competition. It's basically like being managed by community. So in this competition, we have 24 hours to build like a Sitecore module. Usually we have to build the Sitecore modules based on the latest releases and the latest features that Sitecore offers. And the goal is, from my perspective, the first goal is to learn. So always go with the category that you don't know much about and try to learn it on this 24 hours. Then the module that you have could be like a base for something big, something useful for the community. So you can build on top of it. On top of it, you can share it on the Sitecore Marketplace. And it's very interesting and it's very exciting experience. And I recommend and advise everyone to do it at least once. Coding for 24 hours doesn't sound like fun to me, Mohammed, but I'm glad you guys do do it because, you know, it's, uh, you definitely produce a lot of great output at the end of the uh, Cycro Hackathon. The other thing I want to mention real quick, Mohammed, as well, is you know, the, the opportunity that lies ahead in the Cycro community is, has never been greater, right? 
Sitecore has now made a ton of acquisitions. They now have this composable platform. And I think a huge component of being an MVP in the future is going to be helping Sitecore clients, especially existing ones, navigate the waters of their current stack and then what to do with their stack in the future. So for example, with experienced commerce, there's probably quite a few clients out there that have experienced commerce. Sitecore now has order cloud and coming up with creative ways to maybe migrate from XC to order cloud or simply just helping clients navigate the waters of when they maybe should convert to XC and order cloud. Those types of situations are going to be more and more, I think, crucial in the Sitecore community, especially the MVP community, because Sitecore is looking for partners and individuals like yourself to help come up with creative ways on how they can get the most out of this new stack. So just one other thing I wanted to mention there. Then, Mohammed, you know, speaking from the, the client's point of view, a Sitecore customer out there, you know, what specific value do you see Sitecore MVPs providing directly to Sitecore clients? You know, whether it's looking to help with their solution or an implementation or a project. Sure. So, yeah, as you mentioned, like, and as I mentioned also, like, Sitecore MVPs, being a Sitecore MVP, you always need to be on the latest, meaning we always look for updates, announcements, news about the different Sitecore products. We learn everything new. Also, as you mentioned, John, like, we have yearly access programs. We have some insights on the roadmaps. We have like private webinars, MVP summit. I mean, we see what's coming. So that will definitely help advising customers what is the correct path for future, like what approaches we should follow. And of course, based on their specific cases. So mainly like being an MVP and having early access programs, having a discussion about roadmaps, what's coming, that would be very helpful for our customers. Sure. On that point, you made a really good point there is, you know, the aspects of that we know what's coming. So there's a lot of clients that prefer to do things on their own or looking to do implementations on their own. The one advantage of using a partner and partnering with a partner that has Sitecore MVPs is that the MVPs have early access. They're more familiar with the product. It can help get the clients get the most out of their solution. So definitely some value there as well. So, Mohammed, we have the Sitecore MVP submissions coming up here in about a month. So you've gone through this process at least six times at this point, being a six-time MVP. What advice do you have for individuals the month leading up to the submission process? And then any advice that you can give anyone that's considering being an MVP on how to fill out their resume? I mean, for the MVP award, you should have been working on it like over the fall year. So you should have been started like since January and maintain the work like every month for the whole year. So I assume that everyone planning to submit an application for the MPP award has already like maybe prepared the log of all his activities, all his contributions over the year. So that would be much easier like when filling the application not to miss anything you did or anything you contributed. But start preparing ahead of time. Log every contribution you did. If you look on Stack Exchange, you will find like some full description of different contribution areas, let's say, that you should have been considered during the year. So that would guide you to prepare your submission. And um, at the end, good luck for everyone. And yeah, that would be all. No, that's great. And, you know, for those that may, you know, may not submit this year, may not get it this year, next year's right around the corner. These years fly by quickly. So the one piece of advice I would give is be creative. You know, we started this podcast specifically for the Sitecore community because we saw it as a gap. And we saw it as, a, as an opportunity to kind of share our knowledge. So there's plenty of other opportunities out there, whether it's creating some type of product accelerator, con- contributing more on social or the stack exchanges, Mohammed mentioned, or simply just going out of the box and creating your own podcast or something along those lines. So 
that's the one thing, as I mentioned on Tomas's podcast about becoming a psycho MVP is you can't you cannot be shy in this community. If you want to be noticed, if you want to make contributions, you got to stand up and have your voice heard and you have to make true, um, I'll say, value to the customers in the community. So, Mohammed, any any last words from your side or any final piece of it, of advice for the community? Yeah, the only advice I have, I mean, for anyone is to not put the award as a goal. Just engage with the community, share your knowledge, and you will definitely get it at the end. No, that's great advice. So, Mohammed, I think that we're going to wrap up now. I greatly appreciate your time today and providing insight on the Psycho MVP program. With the Psycho nominations right around the corner, I'm sure our listeners who are aspiring to become an MVP learned something vital today to help them on their submission in a month's time. Thanks for swinging by the Psycho Water Cooler. We hope to have you on again soon. Thanks again to Mohammed Siam for joining us today on the Psycho Water Cooler podcast. A casual conversation between colleagues and peers centered around all things Psychor. I'm your host, John Price, and until next time we meet at the Water Cooler, be sure to subscribe to the Psychor Water Cooler podcast today, wherever you find your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by AmericanEagle.com Studios, with special thanks to executive producers Renee Nelson and Julia Klepich.